Hello. Yeah, it was a little bit of a delay there. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the PhotoFlex Podcast. We're here at the PhotoCon uh, 2019 at the Aloft Hotel in Oklahoma City, uh, hosted by the or put on by the Bedford Camera and Video uh, here in Oklahoma City. And uh, God, it's just been fun. I've been a lot of networking going on, and I've talked to a lot of people. And, and here by the table where I'm at uh, at the at the booth or our table for the for the podcast, I'm in the lobby of the hotel, and it, and there's always somebody around. There's people shooting. There, it's really the best place that I, I think we've been, but. Uh, the the show is actually upstairs on the sixth floor, so we're kind of away from the show because usually we're used to being like in the show, uh, in the trade show. But uh, other than that, it's uh, it's been really good. I've I've really enjoyed it. And uh, so right now, I've got a couple guests on here. Uh, a, a random photographer just is, is what we like um, to be on the uh, on the podcast. She's, she's like, you guys should have me on your show. And she thought Jason Jason uh, Jones is on here with me because Robert is uh, MIA, and uh, we had to make sure it crashes and burns. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know, and I don't even know her name yet, but I will ask in a, in just a second. So anyway, um, so she comes up and says, "You should put me on the podcast." I'm like, "Absolutely." So we talked a little bit, and uh, and Jason's here to fill in for Robert because Robert uh, is the you know quick witted one. And, Robert's uh, replacement. Yeah, yeah, Robert's replacement because he's quick-witted as well and very funny. So uh, anyway, so Jason Jones from, from – I'm sorry, what? You can't – you good? Oh. Yeah, when you move that cable, it cut my – Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, these things are cheap, uh, these headphones. <laughs> so anyway um, – That was Robert's purchase, wasn't it? Uh, it was both of us. <laughs> so Jason Jones from Dallas. What's your website, Jason? Jason Jones – and there's a hyphen in there between Jason Jones and Photo. Oh, okay. I always feel weird saying dash because I think sometimes <laughs> some people might actually spell out the word dash. dash. Yeah. So lesson learned here. In hindsight, I will never, ever have a domain again that has a hyphen in it. Yeah, no. But, again, just for one complete, it's jasonjones-photo.com. Yeah, Jason's actually been on the show before. I can't tell you what episode it was on. he was on, but... Um, I'm, I think we can search for that on Hopefully the Hopefully it was long enough ago no one will find it. Oh, no. It was good. You had a lot of great info. Um, so anyway, so our guest is a beautiful, young, blonde uh, female. <laughs> I should put all that in there. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is your name? I'm Virginia Miller. Virginia Miller. Okay, hold on just a second. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. So you got to speak a little. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Virginia Miller. Virginia okay, Miller. What, what is your website? I don't have a website. You don't, you don't have a website. You have a Facebook? Um, no, I do, but it's a personal. I, Instagram. Okay. I have an Instagram. Okay. Where, where can people find you uh, to find more about you um, and your My Instagram is Vixen's Visuals. Vixen's Visuals. Okay, Vixen's we'll put that in the show notes and the link to that. Okay. Um, so, Virginia. Okay. I don't think we've had a Virginia on the show. That's cool. So, okay. You have so, 49 other states to go. I know. Yeah. <laughs> The one that was sitting here, her name was uh, Virginia, and she goes by Jenny, and I also go by Jenny. Oh, I didn't know Jenny's name was Virginia. Yeah. She just, we had a conversation, you didn't hear that. No, no, I did not. No. That's cool. Um, Okay. And so, there's a Georgia here, too. Yeah, Georgia. She just came and gave me a hug. That's Robert's daughter, actually. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. So, um, I've known her for since she was little, but yeah, obviously. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So, Virginia. 
Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a short name? Jenny. Jenny, yeah, you said that. G-I-N-I. Mm-hmm. G-I-N-I. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. So I'm going to call you Jenny because that's right. quicker. Because it takes so long to say that's Virginia, perfect. you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Eight letters too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we talked about how you started, kind of, and then um, you, you talked about the things you like to, to, to photograph. So let's start with that let's talk about what things you you like you enjoy photographing Mm -hmm. and then i'll ask i have another question for you um well as a child i would always be recording um even if it was just me or if it was like my brother or whenever we traveled my family and i we would travel so i would always bring like a little flip camera i don't know if y'all remember those oh yeah they were out for a li- they were pretty big thing for a little bit. Yeah, weren't they? Wasn't it like an all in one like little? Yeah, and you had it like it was connected to the USB and you yes. just put it yeah. in the computer. So I would constantly have those around, and then like a little you know disposable camera or like one of the little Ni- uh, Nikon cameras that mm-hmm. you know wasn't like a point for- and shoot. Yeah, yeah, and so I would always have you know one of those everywhere we would go and. I would take pictures, and I was probably like eight or nine at that point. And then just recently, I'm 18, so just a couple years ago, about um, 13, 14, something like that, I picked up a camera, and I was like, I really love doing this. So I started taking pictures of my friends and getting more experience and also taking pictures at um, my church and any kind of events that I went to. So I got really interested in um, hosting events. So that's another story. Oh, I was going to say, hosting events. Wow. Yeah, I went into marketing and figured out that I didn't want to actually host the events. But, you know, I love taking pictures of events and um, shows and such. So that's what I want to get into is I want to be, you know, either behind stage taking pictures and documenting the behind the scenes or you know up front in front of the mosh pit at a concert or something and taking pictures of the the musical influence that is on the Mm -hmm, stage or even just you know a media influencer or something i would love to document that and i the lights and i just love it you know you could you could make money doing that, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, event photographer. Exactly. Yeah. I've had a couple people ask me, even though they're local musicians in my town. Mm-hmm. I have had a couple people ask me, but. Yeah. So, how long have you been shooting um, this Canon? Um, it's very <laughs> old. Oh really? Um, it, well, it's a. Was it a Rebel or? It's a Rebel T five, yeah. so yeah. it came out a little bit ago. But um, yeah, I've been shooting it for three years, just this one, and yeah. um. My uh, lens is 55 to 250. Okay, so, so kit lens, but yeah. yeah. I think this is a good takeaway, especially from Robert's seminar earlier, is, and to quote someone who I respect a lot, Chase Jarvis, mm-hmm. yeah. that's the, it's the camera you have. Yeah, you know? you're exactly if, yeah. right. If you don't take a camera with you, it doesn't, the, the gear is, the it's, it's not completely of, yeah. irrelevant, but the gear is is insignificant compared to the vision. Exactly. You know? And that was what Jason mm-hmm. taught, too, in this class uh, it's, yesterday. It's good, it's good that you know that because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, you hear the saying, you know, oh, that's a, that's, that's a it's great. It's not what you shoot with, it's how you shoot. Right. But Absolutely. I mean, they'll say, you must have a great yeah. camera, you know. But, <laughs> You yeah, know, that's no. that's funny. Yeah, so at eighteen, she's got it. She's got this part figured out. Oh, which yeah. is good because a lot of people don't. Thank a lot you. of people oh, yeah. get wrapped up in the gear. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I they mean, blow a lot of money on things they don't need. The exactly. only thing I I haven't invested in, and I probably should put money for, is lights. 
and I yeah. mean, not necessarily if I'm going to be at shows and there's yeah. already lights around, sure. but you know, I might. I'm going to need definitely flash and yeah, that's um, that's true. But uh, so, do you just have this one lens? No, I. I mean, I have the other the lens that came with it. Oh, the, like the kit lens? Yeah, and this is kind of a kit lens too, though, right? Right. That's yeah. like a yeah. It's like a two yeah. lens kit. I yeah, think. yeah. So I believe the other one is like. Um, is it a prime? Like a fixed? yeah, it's the okay. prime. Yeah. Like a fifty. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's everybody needs a fifty in their exactly. In their bag, you know, yeah. it's just a really versatile. Especially lens, you know? for like whenever you're taking pictures outside and you want to get like the full view and that, yeah. Yeah. Is this a, a crop factor? I think it I is. believe that is a crop factor yeah. uh, camera. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, you know, depending, you know, it's the right tool for the right job. If you're, yeah. you know, if you're, if you step up to a different level of work that you're getting paid for, mm-hmm. and a client has a specific need, absolutely, you go buy a, a piece of gear that you need yeah. for that. But um, again, when you're shooting for yourself, you're shooting for a vision or a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just still boils back down to what we've learned this weekend here. You know, just the, the camera you have with you, and you know, use what you've got and get your vision out mm-hmm. there, and then you know, the rest will follow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I was looking at my levels here. Uh, okay, yeah, I see, I see what's going on. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, um, I was going to ask. Uh, you know, I didn't even know you were eighteen. That's yeah, that's mm-hmm. so cool because I, I know we've had younger people on the podcast that were photographers, but I can't remember how young. But I, uh-huh. I'm guessing I, I could be wrong that that you're the youngest. Oh, wow. Photographer that we've had, they're all young uh, to us, Jim. That's, you know, that's true. <laughs> that is I hate no to lie, say it, but yeah, they're we're, we're getting wow. to that point. Yeah. So okay. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. So, what has influenced you? Do you have fam- family that's uh, into photography? No. Um, school? Did you do it in school at all? I'm or in high school? Well, actually, I was in journalism. Okay. In um, junior high and. But I didn't get the position as the photographer, oh. and I was so frustrated. But um, you know, that's when I realized, like, I was so upset about not being in that position yeah. that I just started you doing just kinda, my own thing. Right. And so, you know, I guess it was kind of that more was probably like, better anyway. It was more like a, you know, a self discovery of what I wanted to do. Yeah. Instead of being influenced to do so, it was. And, a self-discovery. And it's good to hear no early on because mm-hmm. you're going to hear no from now on. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. the honestly, if it just, if it's mm-hmm. delayed, it's just delaying mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. inevitable. Um, yeah. We all get told no. Um, I still get told no all the time. And, you know, <laughs> the pushback's different depending on what it is. But mm-hmm. it, it's good because, like you said, you, you found a way to move forward from it. And yeah. that's the big thing is when you get told no, how do you move on from it? So, mm-hmm. who... who um, who have you shown your images to as far as, uh, like, a critique? I mean, not getting an actual critique. Have you done the critique up there, upstairs? No, I have not. Okay. Um, well, I was just wondering, you know, ha- here's, here's the thing. I'm just going to go here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, gosh, you know, my, my, my images are, are so great. Everybody likes my images. But mm-hmm. it could just be their family members. And those people yeah. are so subjective because mm-hmm. they're, they're family. They're not, they're not going to they're gonna love everything you do, right? Yeah. So has have you been uh, has anybody said hey anything you know criti- uh constructive criticism yeah yeah um actually a couple people that I've shot for have said something about like the way I've shot something or the way I've edited something edited something but um, yeah yeah I was just kind of was it kind of how you portrayed them or was it something technical with the photography um i guess technical with the photography okay 
Yeah, because uh, I was just concerned because you're only 18, mm-hmm. and I, I, did, I didn't want you to be uh, mis, misled. Uh-huh. You know, I, and I haven't seen any of your work at all. Right. But I didn't want you to be like, oh, you know, everybody th- likes my stuff. And then you, you start, I don't know, getting in, into uh, these kind of things. And people start seeing them. And then they go, oh, wow, you, you really need to, to work more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. want you to, because, you know. It, well, the ultimate critique, start charging. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. your family and of friends course, that loved it already, before. Already have. You good, charge good. them, yes. and they will, be the, uh-huh. they will critique you like that is Ansel Adams mm-hmm. is looking at your photo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, so that's good, yeah. I actually made an entire contract, photography contract, last summer. Cool. And, um, she's on the ball. She's on yeah, it. Yeah, because <laughs> I had um, some, well, I came in with a little um, bump in the road. Um, somebody that I had shot with, um, we had gotten into it, and they told me to remove their photos from mm. my page. So I started looking into copyright mm. and how that works and how, how much the photographers, how much they own their, yeah. their photos and their work. And, you know, I was just shocked whenever he was like, take my photos down. Because they're... I mean, yes, you're in the photos, but they're also my photos. They're it's your like photos. my art. Right, yeah. and that's and that's something that, I mean, even a lot of veteran mm-hmm. photographers overlook. And, I mean, it's a big part of what Jim and I deal with, mm-hmm. and especially and I've actually got a copyright thing going right now yeah. with um, someone who's stolen an image. Um, but and, and that's different than what you're working with, but the right. copyright still applies. And yeah. most people even, there, there's photographers that's worked 20 years as a career in photography, mm-hmm. and they still don't understand what rights they have or yeah. the client has or what's implied, how to put a contract together. So I think you're, you're on the game. Yeah, I think it's very important, especially with, you know, the social media. Like yep, that's, absolutely. That's still, it's still copyright mm-hmm. if you When you hit the shutter, the it's rights. yours. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now, one thing I want to point out is, if anybody ever st- sold your images, and and I'm guilty of this, if it's not registered with the copyright, right. yes, um, the, so the office or whatever, right, right, um, it'll be hard to hold up in court. Mm-hmm. But so I'm going through still, this right now, and yeah. fortunately, yeah. the image is registered. Yeah, so it has to be registered. So what happens is, if and it's, it's expensive, they just changed the rules. Did March, they really? March of this year, oh. you can only upload 750 images in a batch now for fifty five dollars. Oh, wow! And they have to all be titled. It's there's a lot mm. of changes that oh went on, goodness. so it, it's it's very expensive now if you're a busy photographer. But so here's Sounds the very complicated the la- <laughs> well the layman's terms on the difference. Um, so if someone steals an image or whatever, basically you're entitled to if it's not registered, you mm-hmm. could if say they didn't pay the invoice and in the contract that you had a line which is a very valuable line to have that you know um, usage rights are not granted unless payment is made in full. Mm-hmm. So you go after them that way. Um, right. You know you're entitled to basically what the invoice would be if they're not mm-hmm. registered, which may not be much depending on the job. Regardless of what you charge for the job, if they're registered in the copyright office, I believe it's one hundred fifty thousand dollars per image plus damages, which can be three times. Wow! Um, I'm not a lawyer, so don't no quote me that exact numbers. But I know it's a, I know it's like one hundred fifty thousand per image per incident. That's crazy. So if they steal five images and use them in print in five different places, you You're can a freaking see, you, millionaire. You can see where yeah. that you can see where that fifty five dollars. There yeah. was actually a case recently where a pharmaceutical Man, company. My phone. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't think that's a retirement plan, but I know no. there was a $1.2 million judgment recently for a photographer on one image at a pharmaceutical company, oh. and he had them registered. He had to fight, and it took a few years, but... Was the, he was it foreign, or was it in the U.S.? No, it was U.S. Okay. It was a U.S.-based company and a U.S. photographer, hmm. so, um, yeah, so very Do important. You know, Copyright's like, very important. 
do you know like the policy of registering them after somebody has stolen the photo? It, it, it doesn't count if the if you already know the inf- if the infringement's yeah. already incurred. You have you have to. I didn't figure, but I was just. Wondering. You have ninety days to register them as a mm-hmm. published. I believe it's ninety days as a published image. Really? It want from public. It's from date of publication before the infringement uh-huh. occurs. So if you upload them. After every job, before you give them to the client, there's mm-hmm. even a different set, unless that changed in March, mm. there's even a different value placed on it as unpublished. So don't, like I said, they just changed a bunch of the rules in March, so don't quote me on some of that, but um, but, but it makes a difference mm-hmm. if they're unpublished, because then it's guaranteed that the infringement didn't incur before they were out in the wild, so to speak. That's, that's why I think it's important to have some type of photography contract Absolutely. whenever you're working with customers and clients. Yeah. Because you, they have to understand um, that it's business and it's not just your modeling, you know. And so, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm I was done. just going to say, I was going <laughs> to kind of change the subject. But oh, so ahead. where have you gotten, you, you, you seem very knowledgeable so far. Thank I mean, you're you. only 18 and you, you've only been doing this short time. Well, mm-hmm. three years you've been shooting. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, so have you done a lot of research? Have you have you talked to other photographers to get your knowledge? Oh, yeah. or? Um, so, um, basically, um, I would always read books about photography in high school and um, watch a bunch of videos on equipment. and On YouTube? Yeah. yeah. YouTube other, University. YouTube yep. is the best place for photographers <laughs> to post um, their videos of um, how they capture mm-hmm. their behind the scenes and de- the behind the scenes and all that and um, so I would follow a bunch of photographer uh, photographers and um, listen to them sort of give and give advice and yeah their story and it's very interesting a lot of them sell like classes mm-hmm. like little online classes or like um, you can video chat with them, and they'll tell you, they'll critique you, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, so, do you listen to any podcasts? I'm not, I'm not plugging <laughs> we're, us. We're, but we're just hinting at something here. <laughs> no, no. Um, because I've learned a lot of stuff from from podcasts and vloggers. You I know? I love podcasts, but um, I listen to ones that talk about music a lot. Oh, okay, yeah. So I probably I've I've heard of Photo Facts before. Yeah. But I, I don't think I've ever listened and, to it. Oh, pack it up. We can't work like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And where do you live? What, what, in I'm Oklahoma from City? Fort Smith, Arkansas. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. But uh, I do. I have family in Mustang. So. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, so so let me ask you this, going back to other photographers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was something I noticed in my career. Um, have you have you assisted other photographers or actually worked on set with other photographers? Or Yes. Okay. Actually, um yeah, that's a good idea. Well, question. I've worked with a lot of people that I went to church with because okay. they were hired photographers. They okay. were actually getting paid at the church. So I would work oh. with them, kind of like stand beside right. them and yeah. see how they did things. And um, also, I have a friend, and she's been doing photography uh, probably a little bit longer than me. But um, we've collaborated on some shoots together and it's just really awesome to learn stuff like actually shooting with another photographer absolutely it's one of the greatest things because you get to learn from each Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. and you get to see how other people see things do things yeah capture things and how they want to set things up in the scene and i started assisting just because i needed the money because i didn't have any work of my own and i knew that was a way to work Mm -hmm. in photography but 
um, there's there's a couple of people that I've assisted over the years that I literally owe a college education to because I learned so much mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. Um, and they just taught me, and you know, and and they know who they are. I'm not going to sit here and name out names, but if, if they listen to this, they know who they are, and, uh, and I've told it to them before. It's it's invaluable experience. Mm-hmm. You cannot learn anything in film school like you can on set. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And learning that before you're being paid on your own is invaluable. And so, mm-hmm. one of the things I, I noticed in my career, and kind of where I was alluding to with this, is have you noticed that as you work with different people, how your style soaks that in, but also changes? Yes. Um, I can definitely. Um, I've, I mean, most of the time, whenever I've collaborated with somebody, we kind of have the same idea, but, um, it's definitely kind of crazy to see other people, um, do it so differently. Yeah. Right. And whenever they see me do something a different way, they kind of question it. But then whenever they see the outcome of it. You know, they yeah. understand why I did it and like as, that. As my assistants will tell you, you can learn a lot of bad habits from other yeah, photographers. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I took it both ways because I worked with yeah. a lot of people, um, and I actually started advertising my assisting services and things. So I would pick up out of town guys, and yeah. you know, and I worked with a broad variety. And I would, I learned not only did I learn what to do in sticky situations, like how to get through a shoot or a challenging mm-hmm. shot or something with reflections and things. I also learned a lot of things not to do. Like I would never do, like I'd see somebody do that. Of course, as an assistant, I wouldn't say anything, but yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, I will never do that. And, yeah. and yeah. I think both of those, I think it's a good experience. Even if you work with a bad photographer, it's good experience uh-huh. to go, wow, that is how I will yeah. never handle a shoot again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, I, I, I just realized sitting here listening to you guys that, that I don't remember when I first started, you know, I mean, I've loved photography since I was a kid, but I mean, I didn't have anybody in my in my family or in my life that that yeah. that was a photographer or exactly. even liked photography. I've always been the creative guy in the family. Mm-hmm. It, it, whether it, I was a graphic artist for thirty years, and and okay. I I didn't know very many people. And I get my artistic stuff from my uncle, and he was a he was a commercial artist, you know. And back in the day, you know, when everything was manual, no computers. But um, I just realized that I've not had that. Until I want to say Robert. I mean, oh wow, yeah. he's my mentor. He has been for the last eight years, probably. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I've never assisted um, that I can remember. Uh, except it is, for him, it's, it's not a it's not a requirement. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just I just came to the realization it is of that. Good it's, it's it is. It's, it's good, absolutely yeah. Definitely good practice, good experience, uh, good soaking it up, and you know, and that's the thing. And I mean, I've been doing this a long time as well. But you know what? I learn stuff from you and Robert all the time, and. I think we all bounce ideas off each oh, sure. other. Even, also, absolutely. You even can now. also learn a lot from the models because yeah. Um, yeah. if if you don't if you don't tell somebody how to pose, they're not going to know what to do. Because I feel like there's a lot of um, you're exactly right, and that's why I love yeah. architecture because that couch. <laughs> When we go to lunch, it is still holding that pose when we get back. You ain't, you ain't just whistling Dixie, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's why a lot of people just like to um, shoot nature and architect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm there. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do, I do headshots, but those are, you know, they're kind of, you're kind of in a, uh, in a uh, narrow. Yeah. window kind of thing you know you, you don't yeah. have to go too far too far out to, to try to I, see i love shooting portraits and um just people in general but you know the reason i want to shoot events and shows and concerts or such is because they're 
it's natural. They're doing what they're they're doing. They're doing what they're they're wanting to do. They're here for a reason, and that's why. Like I really want to capture those moments. Yeah, you had mentioned when we were talking offline about some some stuff you were you were into shooting right now, like a project or a, um, a passion. You know the uh, yeah. Well, I really want to. Um, you know the LGBT and the oh yes, you yes. know the, the African American color right um so i'm focusing on um taking pictures of minorities especially the lgbt community it's really important right now in today's society and our generation is really pushing um the boundaries of society and i think minorities such as the lgbt lgbt community and um people of color are you know, we're all coming together to help these people. And we don't, it's not necessarily we have to be a part of that group. But, you know, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I want to be, I want to be a part of them. And I want to help them. And I want to, I want people to see the beauty in them. Because I feel like a lot of people have such, you know, negative, negative, yeah. negative outlooks yeah. on people, especially of my generation. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really capturing younger people and people of color and people of the LGBT community. So. Yeah. Jim and I just want the young people to get off our lawn. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> all we care about. <laughs> I don't even have a lawn. We're so. just getting old. so No, I have a lawn. It's just terrible. Uh, so in this project, how long have you been doing this? Is this a specific project or no, is this just kind of a It's a just, morphing? it kind of happened. It okay. morphed, yeah. How long ago? I mean, you're only 18. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, a lot of my friends are people of color and people in the LGBT community because um, so in 10th grade I went to um, a school called Southside and then right across the street was Northside Mm. and two completely different schools of different people filled with you know different colored people the Southside was mostly white and Asian and then the Northside mostly um, Hispanic and um, colored Mm. so um, I went there, and I was one of the 10% like white people there. And so basically all of my friends are um, either Hispanic or Cuban or, El- or Salvadorian. But, um, you know, I had gotten so involved with, you know, their culture and um, also um, <laughs> the difference between the cheerleading team, you would be able to tell because, <laughs> you know, this outside and they didn't have um, male cheerleaders. Mm. And then you go to Northside and they have three male cheerleaders. Yeah. And I ended up being friends with two of them and I'm still friends with one of them and I actually just had a shoot with my cheerleader friend. But um, anyways, so I just, you know, being involved with those people, it really opens your mind and I guess I just, you know, started taking pictures of those people and so do you see this in evolving into either a more streamlined focus on this same group, or do you see this project kind of just getting bigger and including more, or maybe there is a finite point to the project, but it could leapfrog you into something else? Have you thought kind of the future of it, I guess is what I'm asking? Um, I think it could turn into anything. I don't think it just has to be based on minorities exactly, but um, I am, you know really really focused on my generation and um just showing that to everybody yeah i I really i have a vision so 
Yeah. You know, for you. Because, oh. and you can take it and run with it. You can say, yeah. shut the, you know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. Well, wait, wait, let me, let me say. So, okay. So, you know, a project, it could, uh-huh. it could be a project. Okay. And you could be, you could, you could be a young photographer that has a gallery showing of your pieces. Like, let's say you stick with, you know, maybe they're all a certain look, all mm-hmm. a certain color. You know, maybe they're all uh, black and white, or maybe mm-hmm. they're, maybe there's one significant thing that you do to them to to make them different. Mm-hmm. But they're they're all of that, of that race or that you know, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? I don't know. Um, you know, that could be a total that because I've seen it. I, I I know the guy that was here. Yeah. I forget his name. He did a, a showing here, uh, and he spoke about homeless people mm-hmm. and, and all his photos had had a certain look he knew it was his of and he had them dis- yeah oh that's and, and it's it was so it, it was also turned into a charity too oh that's awesome. yeah so i mean see i would love to do something like that yeah so i can totally see that it gives me yeah. chills right now thinking about it but mm-hmm. you know if you if you uh turn this into a project and mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it could be something that you just do ongoing and, and, and maybe in a year you say okay i'm going to do a gallery showing or maybe it's six months i don't know mm-hmm. you know you just you find people and you shoot them right and and i would say try to do them all in the same a similar way mm-hmm. because that way you have a look right and it's a significant uh theme or or mm-hmm. something that stands out and says oh that was that that girl virginia yeah. oh mm-hmm. you know and, See, uh, I haven't quite found like my what do you call it like niche style, yeah, or theme, right, right, exactly. But, but you know what? That's something that you can you know, expand on and uh-huh. think about and, and start yeah. thinking about and writing stuff down yeah. and, and trying to come up with something and then and then run with that and don't change yeah. it. See, Jim makes a good point too about something in hindsight. I wish I had done on a couple of projects that I've had because my personal work has probably not been as big a part of yeah, my career as some either. people's, mm-hmm. but I do have personal work going on and I, and sometimes it's closely guarded and I don't show it because I don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. yet. And I, for years I've got one particular thing that I've been shooting and I just started on a whim. But the reason I mentioned make detailed notes and keep your files so organized because I'm looking back now, six or seven years on a couple of old hard drives as, as, and I'm trying to find, I know I shot something that fits in with this project now that I want to do something with it mm-hmm. and I can't, you know, it's, I'm having a little hard time finding the files because I shot them while I was out of town on a job and it fit in with it and they're just thrown in and I don't remember exactly which job. So I'm having to sort through hundreds and hundreds of files, things like that. So, you know, you never know because when I shot them originally, I thought, well, it's just something good to shoot. I have a camera. Let's just shoot this. And then it morphed later on. Yeah, that's, and the, so that's the good thing about photos. Don't get in that bind. Yeah. Years and years later and... Well, think about this too. I'm, I'm, picture, I'm totally seeing this in my brain. You, you have your gallery, and there's a wall of uh, African American. There's a wall of Hispanic. There's a wall of you know, and this wall is called something. This wall is called this. You know, oh man, you okay. better do it because I'll steal it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you can. So, yeah, don't tell too many people about your project too soon. Right, right. So, somebody will. Unfortunately, yeah, that's something we deal with in this. Somebody just, will run with it. You gave everybody who's listening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Sorry. okay. That's all on, by the way, that was all on Jim. That was not me. So I want to I want to close this out with um, you. You tell us your uh, where people can find you again on uh, okay. wherever it is, Instagram or whatever. Right. And then uh, maybe there's one thing that you want to say to maybe kids your age that are into photography. You know, because we have all kinds of listeners. Right now. Oh yeah. Is that what's? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> 
No. I didn't know when you wanted me to say <laughs> No, you just go right ahead. All right. Um, so my Instagram is Vixen's Visuals, V-I-X-E-N-S, and then Visuals. And um, what else did you ask? Uh, uh, just something that you want to say to young photographers. Um, you know? To any photographers my age. I would just say to just do it. Don't let anything hold you back because there's going to be a lot of obstacles, especially at such a young age that you have to overcome. And people are going to look down on you because you, because of your age. And you might be doing something that nobody's going to appreciate. So you need to just do what you appreciate and what, and you'll find the people that do appreciate it. You're going to find a good audience and you're going to find people that are going to love your work and love you. So. Don't worry about it. Cool. Awesome. Well, we, we've had a, 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 a special little guest here. I say little, but he is little. But <laughs> uh, One of the models here at Photocon, he, his, name is, his name is actually Lucky, and he's been sitting here listening to our podcast, this episode right now with the headphones on. So the now he's, ha- he's got the, the whole time. Yeah. So, uh, Lucky, uh, if you, you want to say anything, you want to get on here and say something? What? Oh, what that's very say? good. That's good. No, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever comes to mind. How long have you been modeling? Yeah. For two years. Two years. How and old are you? I'm 11. 11. Yeah, and your dad also models. His name yeah. is Steve Booth, right? Yeah. The one and in the cowboy hat. Yeah, the guy in the cowboy hat. <laughs> so you guys came uh, with Veil Models. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, and, you, and I've actually photographed you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you and your dad came to my house, and we, we had a great photo shoot. Yeah. Oh. Um, Cute kid, man. I'm gonna take a picture. Uh, put a picture on here. But um, anyway, um, so I, you know, I just wanted to get you on here, Lucky, because you are uh, you're sitting there very patiently, not you know, not bugging me to get on. And I I thought I'm just gonna get him on here. So cool. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Virginia. Uh, Thank you. We'll definitely you know put you in the show notes. And uh, so cool. All right. Well, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. And uh, Robert will be on here at some point. So thanks for listening, and uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, We have a Facebook listener group as well as the regular Facebook uh, page. So thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Visit our world headquarters at photofactspodcast.com. Now I can't feel like I can hear.